Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Out and About with Antoinette. Now, you know, this is a show where I get an opportunity to interview some amazing people who are from in and around the state of Delaware that are doing positive things in their communities. And today, my special guest is Kat Myers. Before I bring her on, let me tell you a little bit more about Kat. She is a daughter, a sister, an aunt, a bestie, and a hopeless romantic. She's also an attorney and associate professor of instruction in the Criminal Justice Department at Temple University in Philadelphia, PA. She's also my soror, a proud member of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. And you know what? When she's not writing, she enjoys the beach and she has made it her personal mission to visit as many beaches as she can around the world. She also loves painting and sketching, baking and playing tennis. And Soro is a self-published seven novels. You heard me right, seven novels. Boy Toy, Ghetto Princess, The Christmas Coach, Fear of Falling and Falling Again, and the Never Mind Trilogy. Cat. When you find time to do it all, I'm so happy to have you, Soror. Welcome to Out and About with Antoinette. Hi, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. And you know, before we begin, because we're you're going to actually be like the first um, episode after my vacation to the beach. <laughs> and let me tell you, girl, if you haven't gone to the beach at the Coco de Mama Resort in North Ilutera, Bahamas, you need to book your flight soon. What are your favorite I, beaches? What are some of your favorite beaches? Oh my goodness. I mean, I've been, I think the Dominican Republic was my favorite just because um, the water was gorgeous and big fluffy clouds and all of that. I'm going to Cancun next week. So I'll tell you if that bumps it off the list um, as a top beach. Um, I've been to Nice. i it's not much for like swimming, but it's really just the environment itself. I think number one would be the Dominican Republic for now. All right, girl. Um, mm. I didn't tell you this, but we have a timeshare mm. in Puerto Plata in the Dominican Republic. And we mm. haven't been in a couple of years. So that's probably going to be next. And actually, by the time this recording goes out, I'll have celebrated my 33rd wedding anniversary. And Cancun was where we went on our honeymoon. Oh my goodness. Well, <laughs> congratulations on 33 years and many more to you. Oh, that's a great, that's really good. That's inspiring for me. Thank you. You're welcome. But Cancun <laughs> is gorgeous. I, we took our boys there maybe about four or five years ago. Um, it's just, you know, if you just like to be on the beach, like, you know, how I introduced you and read and write, those are the perfect beaches in which to do so because, you know, you just want to relax and unwind. So Kat, before, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, your journey into writing or even your journey into criminal justice. Wow. Um, and they are two very different paths. I would say that. Um, and I really didn't get into writing until my last year in law school. Um, it's really when I discovered like the bug for it. I just noticed um, I was, I would get really anxious and I had this like story in my mind and I would like want to write. And that was never something I wanted to do. Um, I would get compliments on my writing 
when I was in college or whatever for my professors, but I didn't particularly like academic writing. Um, so this one time I got really anxious and I started writing and I'm a praying, I'm a praying person. So that night when I went to bed, I was like, Lord, why is it that every time I feel anxious, I want to write? What is that about? And um, the next day when I came home, I lived in this apartment building where people were like, when they were moving, they would set out stuff by the elevator so anybody could take it. And when I came home that day, someone had set out these books, like how to write this, 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 like different, like how to write science fiction, how to write love stories, all this. I was like, and it, and it was in a shoebox. And on the shoebox, they had written to someone who would give these a good home. I was like, that's for me. I scooped it up and I, and I took it on with me upstairs and I have not stopped writing since. I've been writing that whole time. So it's been like 20 plus years now that I've been doing this. Wow, that just gave me chills. It's like, because you know, your gift, like sometimes you can't even, you know, you don't even see your gift or know your gift, especially when you're young, right? Mm -hmm. When you're young, you're, you know, you're, you're kind of, I like to say you have blinders on. You can only see what's ahead of you. You're not looking to your left. You're not looking to your right. And, you know, this is just, that's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. Now you self-published seven novels and self-publishing is amazing. I, I, you, I want you to tell people about that because I didn't know anything about self-publishing and I would always be in awe of people who had these books until I found the magic that you don't have to go through an agency, right? You can do it yourself. So when did that, when did you find out about that? And how, how I mean, I knew you were writing. So now you, know, now you want to publish and sell those books. So at first I was going the traditional route and, you know, shopping the books around and just getting doors shut in my face. And it's never, for those of you who are interested in writing, a lot of times when publishers tell you, no, it's never, it's not necessarily about the quality of your writing or whether or not it's a good book. It's just about, they're thinking about the market, you know, and can, is this something that we can sell, we can market, and they have so many. Um, but I didn't really understand that in the beginning of this. So I was just shopping it and getting discouraged. And I also got into screenwriting at the same time. I love writing screenplays. So I moved to LA to sell my screenplay. I was, I love it, right? And, um, and then I came back. I was just at a place of like, what do I do now? I'm, I'm trying to now be a grown up and actually, you know, make grown decisions. I can't just always be running off on these fantasies or whatever. Not to say it wasn't realistic, but um, it didn't produce what I wanted. And I just happened to stumble across on the, the Amazon website, Amazon.com, at the very bottom. I don't know why I was at the very bottom hovering around there, but I saw something about publishing books at the very bottom. And I clicked on it. And I am very much a uh, researcher because if I want to know something, I will, I'm the person that before I take on a new hobby, I'll go to the library, I'll get a ton of books. Now I'll just go on Google and Google everything about it. And so once I started digging into it, I realized the process really is not difficult. Um, it's very easy to publish your own books. And there are advantages. Um, if you have a pretty good following on your own, you don't necessarily need the publishing company. What they bring for you is their marketing, um, the money that, that can help market your book and get it out there. But if you have that already, you don't necessarily need them. And you can always hire people if you're not good at editing or, or any of those things or developing your own um, book cover. You can bring in people to do that and you don't have to give your royalties to 
a publishing company. Not to say that publishing companies are not a good thing, but if you find the doors get, being closed on that side, it doesn't mean that your book is not a story that needs to get out to the world. It's just to know that there is another path that you can follow, um, which is the self-publishing route. And I love that, Kat, because you know what? I always say that each of us has a book inside of us based on our experience, because we're, you know, you, you see these people, oh, they're gurus, they're experts, you know, um, and then you go through the imposter syndrome. I'm not like them. I can't be as good as them. But you know what? God's gift has, is it's in you. And for you mm -hmm. to share that gift, it's amazing. So regardless of what you're passionate about, whether it's podcasting or blogging or being on the beach, write it, share it, because there's someone there that needs it, wants it, and will read it. So mm -hmm. you've done seven novels, and now you're in the process of publishing your newest book, Fear of Falling and Falling Again, as an audio book. Now, a little birdie told me, you know, Miss Actress, Miss Hollywood Glamour here, that you, it's going to be uh, narrated by a, an actress, singer. Who is it? Can you tell us? Can you drop the beans, fill the beans? <laughs> <laughs> Her name is Arise Nkope. Um, she's a very talented singer and actress. And her voice, um, you know, going through the process of auditioning people to narrate the book, as soon as I heard her voice, it was just like silky jazz. I was like, yes, we have to have her. She has to be a part of this. And so thankfully, we were able to work that out. Um, and so I'm really excited about that. Oh, that's that's so exciting, you know, and, and to also get back to what you were saying about the books, finding the books, you know, the books that free to a good home. And then, you know, you scrolling through Amazon, which you could have clicked on anything. So, again, you were in tune to those signals. And I think if, you know, if, if we do nothing else, we need to stop and think you know, about what it is that we're, you know, we're, how we are. What is the word I'm trying things I'm trying to say? It's like. If we just quiet our souls, sometimes we find those gifts. And then if we take those gifts, they become magnificent, right? I agree. Like, I always feel like God is always talking. Um, and so sometimes we do need to be quiet so we can hear him. And it may not, it's not usually not an audible voice or anything like that, but it could be in a conversation you have with someone else, or it could be a book that you find, you know, that has your name on it. It's interesting because as I was, getting back into, because I've done screenwriting for a while and gotten away from it because it just really broke my heart. You, you keep putting your heart out there and nothing's happening. And um, just this summer, as I was reviving that part of my um, writing journey, and I was still thinking like, do I really want to go down this path again or not? And I just happened to go to the bookstore. Here I go, just happened to. I was in the bookstore and um, I picked up this book and just looking at it and it was a um, screenwriting book and I had this idea. So I always go to a book just to see, you know, any new ideas. And in the, um, the jacket where they did the dedication, it said um, still for cookie. And that doesn't mean anything to you, but my nickname, my family nickname is cookie. I was like, oh, oh stop it, girl. You give it, look, you giving me goosebumps all <laughs> over the place. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I was like, it's so, and I think it was significant because it's still for like, it's still for you. You know what I mean? And so that just set my, my heart on fire. And I just was, I mean, I've, I've done, I've written three screenplays, well, two new screenplays this summer and one I've been just kind of reviving. Um, so I'm, yeah, 
That's all yeah. I can say. Yes. Watch out. Watch yes, out. Cookie, because um, <laughs> when you say go, God says slow. Mm -hmm. So it's not the time yet, mm -hmm. but it mm -hmm. will. It's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, Kat, yeah. we got, yeah, I am, like <laughs> I said, I have goosebumps just listening to you. Let's take this quick break. And when we come back, we'll continue the conversation. I want to learn more about how writing you know, has really been an important part of your life. We talked about the seven books, but how has it really affected you? And why is it so important that you are sharing now, sharing that love of writing with others, including your students? So we'll be right back after this quick break. And don't forget, you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms by using the Linktree ID, A Blake Enterprises. We'll be right back. Are you ready to join the billion dollar podcasting industry? If so, Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio is ready for you. Whether you're just starting out and have no equipment or you are a seasoned pro but need help with production, Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio has everything you need. Conveniently located in Middletown, Delaware, Blake's state-of-the-art production facilities make producing your first or 100th podcast a breeze. No matter what kind of project you have in mind, the professionals at Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio can help with your production or give you the tools to produce it on your own. At the heart of Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio is award-winning blogger, vlogger, and CEO Antoinette Blake, and her goal is simple, to help one more entrepreneur be successful. So stop making excuses and start making your podcast, audiobook, e-course, and other online dreams come true. Call Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio now, 302-261-3530. That's 302-261-3530. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Antoinette Blake, the CEO of A. Blake Enterprises. And here on Out and About with Antoinette, every week on a Wednesday, I am interviewing a guest who's from in and around the state of Delaware that's doing positive things in their communities. And today, my special guest is Kat Myers. And Kat is a writing, I mean, she just loves to write. And Kat, you know what? I have found, I journal. And I've written a couple of books as an educator myself. Um, I wrote resource guides, like, you know, how to blog, how to, you know, start a podcast. And it's very cathartic, you know, to write in my journal, both mentally and psychologically, because it can take us away from the texting, the scrolling and all that on social media. How has writing pad to pencil, right? This pencil and that paper and the turning of the pages, how has that impacted your life positive? Because I can't see where there had been any negative but why you recommend it, not only to your students, but to everyone else. So first I'll say, um, prior to becoming an attorney, I worked as a therapist. I was a social worker slash therapist. I got my master's in counseling. So I've always um, valued the, the importance of our mental health. And I still stress that. I did a couple of YouTube videos about how to um, do some therapeutic writing um, and learning how to do that. And so I've always felt that's important. And for me, I, I write fiction. And I think the thing that I love about it is being able to explore my feelings. And there's kind of a safety in it because you're not writing directly about you, even though I'm always in the books. These are not my stories um, per se. And so there's a, I can almost say anything or, you know, and express myself in that way because you know, the, there's a shield of the character around it. Um, and last, I guess it was last year, 
I, I do therapy like as maintenance to keep, because I, I believe in that. And so I was telling my therapist how, you know, in my writing, I, I feel like I hold back because I'm always worried is someone going to read it and, you know, hold something against me or, or think I'm talking about them in my writing. And so I, I've noticed that I don't always, you know, say exactly what I want to say. And so I challenged myself in this last book, this Fear of Falling book, to just stop that and just you know, just write and not worry about who is, who is, you know, going to read this or who may be offended by it or anything like that. And so I would say that this book is probably the most freeing book. It's probably the most me book that I've ever written. Um, and it, I, I can go back and read that book like a thousand times. And I find, I think I learned something about myself when I write it. So I think on that level, writing helps you explore things because you're no longer censoring yourself. Like when you sit down and journal, I'm, I don't journal often, but when I do, I notice I could spend like three hours journaling because once you get started, you start unpacking these things that, you know, through life you've learned to like shut this down, block this off, hold this back and all that. But once you sit down with that pen to paper, as you said, um, you know, that, that barrier goes away and you can just let go. And you, and you share that with others. And I love, you know, what you said, um, that now, you know, this book, it's like, I'm not, I'm writing for me. I'm not writing for what someone else may think mm -hmm. because everyone's going to think something, right? Mm -hmm. It's never going to be perfect. But the purpose of you and your writing is to leave your legacy. And through your words is your legacy. Absolutely. And I think part of it for me is because I've always been like a people pleaser. And so I think that was all restraining me in my writing, but I've, I've been working through that or past that. And so, yeah, I want to leave a legacy. I also want to help people, you know what I mean? Through the things I struggle with, maybe I can help somebody um, so they don't have to struggle, or at least they know they're not alone in that struggle um, that, hey, she deals with that too, or she sees it that way too. So I, I want to also help people in my writing. Awesome. I love that. I love that. And you know, um, you know, you, we, we, you know, we talked about you being in the criminal justice system. Um, again, the, the mind, there's so much going on in our mind that sometimes, you know, if we don't get it out in a positive way, we'll get it out in a negative way. So, and positive is always better, right? Mm, yes, it is. <laughs> So write out those feelings. And again, like you said, you know, you're not the only one that's going through it. People have gone through other things and, and for you to share your stories is truly, truly amazing. So um, Kat, I appreciate you so very much. And before I let you go, I always ask my guests to leave us with a wow, words of wisdom. So what is your wow today? Okay, so my word of wisdom, and this is the theme behind all of my books, is to not let this world define you in every book that I've ever written. Um, and this came about for me back when I was, before I wrote my first novel, um, I was going to volunteer. I don't know how, long, how much time I have to get through this story, so just give me to wrap no, it up if I'm going no, to. <laughs> but um, I was interviewing for, to, I was going to do this um, volunteer position at the um, Montgomery Child Advocacy Project and talking to um, the director of it and a wonderful woman. And she was saying, telling me about the cases and everything like that. And she said something like, you know, I just feel so bad for these kids. They've been through so much and their lives are ruined. 
And when she said their lives are ruined, it like hit me in the wrong way. I knew what she meant, but I also felt like I needed to say these kids' lives are not ruined. You know, yes, they've been through a bad thing, but imagine a child hearing you overhearing a conversation and you saying that that child's life is ruined. What are they supposed to take? And especially you're my advocate and you think my life is ruined. What do I do with that? And I just, from that point on, I always felt like I wanted people to understand I am a survivor of childhood sexual abuse. And I have never, I've tried to never allow that to define me as who I am as a woman in any way, shape or form in my life. And there are many times when it would have been tempting to fall back into that um, or allow it to shape me. And I just have always felt it's important for people, no matter what life throws your way, not to let that box you in, in any way, shape or form. And so in all of my writing, it's always a character who's faced with that and how to break through that barrier of someone else's box, um, how to push through that and be who, who God made you to be is I feel the most important thing. So that's my message to everyone, whatever it is, whatever the barriers that you're facing, you know, not to allow those things to define you, but push through those barriers and just see what's on the other side. I love that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank you, Kat. That um, beautiful. Thank you. And I thank you for joining me today here on Out and About with Antoinette. And, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm now I'm going to pull up your books. I'm going to follow your books. I'm going to read your books. And when I'm on the beach the next time, I'm going to be making sure that I have a hard copy of the book because I don't like, you know, carrying, you know, um, smartphones and all that on the beach. I don't want that. I want paper. <laughs> I believe in paper on the beach. Yes, that's what it's just back to nature on that level. Um, so yeah, I hope you do. I hope you enjoy them. If you like them, always feel free to give me a good review on the books because that always helps with sales. Um, so thank you. And yeah, I appreciate your support in that. I definitely will. I love doing my reviews, girl. As a blogger, I'm be reviewing everything, everything that oh. I touch, eat, feel, go to. I'll be fine, fine and follow me. So thank mm. you, my dear. Thank you so very much. And I'm wishing you and yours a beautifully blessed day. And may God continue to bless you, your mission and your vision. Amen. Same to you. And I want to thank you all for listening to today's episode of Out and About with Antoinette, because every week I have the privilege and the honor of interviewing a guest from in and around the state of Delaware who's doing great things in their communities. And if you'd like to be a guest or if you know someone that would be a good guest for Out and About with Antoinette, please send an email to info at a Blake Enterprises. And don't forget, you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms, including my blog and my vlog by using the link tree ID, a Blake Enterprises. So thank you for listening. And please share this podcast link with your family, your friends, your bae and your boo too. And until the next time, stay smart, stay safe and stay social because I will see you in cyberspace. See ya. It's the D.E. Diva, a.k.a. the Delaware Blogger, wishing you and yours a beautifully blessed day. Bye-bye.